Mommy episode 126. I'm your host, Elise Delucci. We are here in New York City, baby. How are you doing? Oh my God. Happy Hanukkah, Christmas week. This is amazing. The whole city's aglow. Everybody's wonderful. I did a lot of fun things this past week. Fact of the day. Andrea Bocelli, the Italian tenor, saw him this past week in concert. Absolutely fabulous. We'll tell you about that. But fact is, I didn't know. He was born visually impaired. And then at the age of 12, he had a brain hemorrhage due to a football accident. And then that's when he went blind. Did you know that? I didn't know. I I thought that he was born blind. Uh, Regardless, what an amazing concert that was. I saw it at Madison Square Garden. I think it was one night only. Um, I was sitting in seats I was able to afford, which was up in heaven, which wasn't heavenly, were the people sitting behind complete animals. I I just think people don't know how to behave in public anymore. I think after the pandemic, everybody forgot how to behave. Not everybody, not me, not you, everybody else. Not everybody else but us. There was a guy, okay, sitting behind me. One, he was recording the whole entire show. They clearly said, put your phones away. Two, he was given critique. Like, who the hell made you Siskel and Ebit? He's every every five seconds. He's talking through the show. He's he, he like as if he's the New York Times operatic critic. He's 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 uh he's telling everybody next to him, oh, this was a good one. Oh, listen to this. Listen. He was with a girl or a wife or something. I don't know how she's not embarrassed for him. And then and then to make matters worse, he's. He's knocking back beers and nuts, elephant peanuts, and Andrea Bocelli. What's the matter? What 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 about a nice cough drop? Okay, for for Andrea. Okay, what what about I don't know. What about a crudite platter? Elephant nuts? Really? I'm sorry. I think the Ranger game was a few nights ago, guy. I think you're in the wrong place. I swear. I I, I was dying. I that that's what I need to tell you. I was dying, but. But it was great. It was great. And you know, it was adorable. His daughter came out and and sang with him. And she has such a voice, little 10-year-old girl, girl, uh, Virginia, her name is absolutely gorgeous, beautiful voice. She came, sang with him. Also, his other son, uh, not other, his son, Mateo, who I think is around probably like 25, delicious, delicious, delicious looking man. Let me fix my camera. Hold on. Uh, delicious looking man, beautiful voice. I mean, both of them are going to be superstars. You could just tell. <clears throat> I loved it. And it was, it was a, a family, it was a family experience and, and it was appropriate because, you know, he, he, he also did stuff on his own. Like I remember years ago, like over 10 years ago, I went to go see Aretha Franklin. She was in New York playing in New York and, uh, and she was great, but then she had her son come out and her son like took over the concert. And and it was like, you know, after like a few songs, you were kind of like, OK, Aretha, like, are you coming back or did you just go on tour to introduce the world to your son? And you just like took your shoes off and disappeared because she did. She had no shoes on, which made me kind of love her even more. But you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> Andrea didn't do that. He brought the family out for some numbers, brought them backstage, came back. At that, but he did his thing. The most amazing part of the concert. Leave it to the Italians to be absolutely dramatic. The man had seven encores, okay? Seven encores. The only thing I think I could say that I didn't love besides for the animals that are behind me 
is I, I was hoping he was going to sing the Ave Maria. And, and he didn't. <clears throat> but he sang everything else that you could think. Plus holiday songs. Silent Night. And he sang uh, New York, New York. And if you want to hear, by the way, uh, something great to listen to on Spotify is Andrea Bocelli. It's called Concerts in the Park. He was in Central Park years ago and he uh, had duets with a bunch of people, Celine Dion, Tony Bennett. And if you're on Spotify, you could put in Andrea Bocelli, Central Park, and the album should come up. And I, I found it after this show the other night and it was great. You know what wasn't so great? Chris Bodie. Okay, here's the thing. Trumpeter Chris Bodie. By the way, plays with Andrea Bocelli. I saw him at Blue Note uh, a few nights ago. He's great in the sense of his his talent. Chris Bodie is ridiculously talented. He had a lot of people on stage with him who were very talented. John Splithoff, one of them, a uh, singer, and I think he played the guitar. Um, he had a, a, an amazing pianist. He had a couple, a couple singers, a violinist. He had, he had amazing people with him, but I wanted to hear more Chris Bode. So that was slightly disappointing. Chris Bode has a residency at Blue Note every uh, year for the last 18 years. It's worth it to go. If you want to go down to Greenwich Village, if you want to go to a jazz club, you want to be around the jazz cats because that, you know, that's how it is to jazz cats. Very cool people in the crowd, you know? Um, it's worth going, but be prepared that he has an entourage and he gives everybody a lot of stage time. You know, so if you want to just hear him, Chris Bode, you're not only going to hear him. And the other thing I didn't love so much is, uh, mm, I need to take a sip of this horrible black coffee, uh, is that <clears throat> he didn't, he didn't play any holiday songs. No, nothing. And, um, I think if you're seeing a show in New York City in sometime in December, especially before Hanukkah and Christmas, I think you got to throw out a holiday number. You got to give everybody a little taste. I mean, Santa's coming, people, right? So I was, I, I, I left the show slightly disappointed because I was like, really? Really? Not a baby? It's cold outside? Not, you know, Santa baby? No, like nothing? Not, 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 not a little, tr like not a little trumpet? It was no Michael Feinstein, I'm going to be honest. Every year I go see Feinstein around the holidays. I don't have tickets this year, but I'm still going to get them somehow. Uh, <laughs> I I go see, he's at the cafe, he's at Cafe Carlisle this year. I, um every year I see Feinstein and he just, you know, on the piano and, and sings. And he, even though he might not be the best singer, he just get, belts it, gives it his all, does the standards, does the jazz standards, okay, and and then does the Christmas songs that everybody wants to hear. And when you leave Michael Feinstein's show at the holidays, you're just like, baby, it's Christmas time. Give mama her sequin sash, throw on a little red lip. We're waiting for Santa. You know, that that's 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 what I wanted to happen after Chris Bode. It didn't happen. But Chris Bode, I still love you and I still think you're gorgeous. So if uh I don't are you married, by the way? Just saying, very attractive man. Uh, okay. <clears throat> had my daughter's birthday. That was nice. She had a little gymnastics birthday. Um, I'm not doing the birthday party with like 35, 40 kids anymore. Not doing that. 
it's expensive in Manhattan, you know? And I don't have the room in my house, but we had the gymnastics birthday. It was very cute. She was excited. You know, mommy did a handstand. I also took her uh, and Annalise, Vivian and Annalise, uh, we went to the Rockettes. That was another thing that we did this past weekend. And that we do that every year also. Great. We went to FAO Schwartz. And by the way, can we talk about this? for Okay. FAO Schwartz, you know, so they they reopened, you know, they were oh, they were right um on Fifth Avenue where the Apple store is. You know, they were right next to Bergdorf Goodman forever, like forever. And then they closed down. Now they reopened in Rockefeller Center. The store is different. It's not the same FAO like that I remember. Um, it's smaller, it's narrower. They also have like these toy stations set up with salespeople, like kind of playing with and showing you the toy, which I think is nice. It's very like kind of a throwback to old school department stores. But I got to be honest, the salespeople were pushing. Okay. They had a baby section, a baby doll section. And we go to the baby doll section, you know, and little Annie's so sweet. She's like, oh, mommy, oh, you know, can you buy us a baby? And I'm just like, no, Santa's coming. We're not buying, I'm not buying you a baby because Santa is going to be coming soon. You have to be a good girl. Everybody's watching. He's watching. Elf on the shelf is at home watching. Mommy's not buying toys. Okay. And then what do you think happens? What do you think? Sales girl comes over and she's like, oh, come on, mommy. And if you don't buy it now, it might not be here later. It's like, whose side are you on? How dare you? Are you on my side? Are you on these kids' side? Because you know what? Now I'm definitely not buying the item. And by the way, like, what did you whisper in my ear and say, oh, you could buy it online later? No, instead, you're going to put me on, on the spot like that? Oh, and you thought you, get the hell out of here. That's it. I left. I did buy them stuffed animals because I wanted to get them a little something, a little something sweet. And we did that. But buy them a baby doll when Santa's about to arrive. Get the hell out. And and the, and the baby dolls, by the way, like, uh, hello, can we fix your prices? $120 for a baby doll? Um, what is this? The American doll store? American girls? What the hell it is? We already did American girls last year or two years ago. Guess where they are? God knows. Probably upside down in the toy box somewhere. Okay. <laughs> Everything is so expensive. Inflation. Everything's going up except our pay. Isn't that right? Isn't that right? Speaking of expensive things, I was on uh, one of the websites, um, Saks. That was the website, Saks, because Saks Fifth Avenue had a deal. Like if you like, if you spent, I don't know, over two fifty or something, you got twenty five percent off. And they have lots of great stuff, like in their gift guides. You know, under fifty dollars, under hundred dollars, whatever. So you know, I like all that, and. Um, Crocs out of everything. Partnered. Crocs partnered, uh, had a collab with Balenciaga and they were selling a Crocs tote bag for a hundred. Uh, sorry. So, oh, I'm sorry. Did I say a hundred? I'm sorry. I meant $1,100. $1,100. Let me tell you what this tote bag looked like. It was a black Crocs material, just like the shoe. Tote bag with the holes in it and everything. It said Crocs on it, and I think it had also said Balenciaga on it for $1,100. You could keep your dollar store tote bag. Okay, nobody wants that. Like, I mean, on this, first of all, 
who can afford that? One. Two, who's buying it? Three, like really? Come on. I mean, Crocs, by the way, should make bags. They should make tote bags. They would be good for the beach. But if you think I'm going to be taking a Balenciaga Crocs bag to the beach, you're crazy. Lots of New York stuff. Lots of fun New York stuff going on. Like, uh, well, not events, you know, just things. Things in the zeitgeist. Like the New York Times came out with their uh, 2022 most stylish people list. That's fun. You should look it up. Lots of great people on there. Nathan Fielder, comedian, Honey Dijon. This is uh, Madonna's favorite DJ. Eric Adams, mayor of New York City, listed as one of the top most stylish people of 2022. Here's the thing. We all know, Eric, you got the swagger. We all know you love the suits. Yes, you look gorgeous in your custom tailored suit. But instead, New York Times of putting Eric Adams on the list as, I don't know, one of the best dressed people of 2022. Maybe we shouldn't give him, maybe we shouldn't be uh, blowing up his head a little more than it already is in terms of how he looks how gorgeous he is in the suits he wears because he's not doing a good job as a mayor, okay? And we all know that. But yes, you know what we should do? We should take the focus off of his real job that he's not performing at and we should give him we should give him accolades on his wardrobe, which is exactly what he wants. Anyway, Martha Stewart is on the list. You know, she did that photo shoot of where she was in the buff, just wearing an apron looking very gorgeous at 81 years old. Just goes to show you that no matter how old you are, age is just a number because I should look like Martha Stewart when I'm 81 and I could do a a, 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 a beautiful photo shoot <laughs> naked, wearing a shabby apron. Also on the list of the 2022 best dress is the spotted lanternfly. The lanternfly that everybody's stamp- stomping out every time we see one. And you know what? That's another reason to love New York, that they put the lanternfly on the list. One, because they're the most horrible pest ever. But two, they are very attractive when you think. They look like a bloated, puffed up ladybug with shades of gray woven. You know? Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny was on the list, which, by the way, is a man. Somebody said, to me, oh, Bad Bunny is a girl. I said, no, it's a guy. He said he's Puerto Rican. He's he's a Puerto Rican guy, you know. Lizzo, Lizzo was on the list too. And by the way, Lizzo has a lingerie line uh, called Yiddy. I don't know if there was any um, any. Uh, she borrowed it from Yeezy, Ye- Yeezy Yiddy. I don't know, but it's uh, owned by Fabletics. That's the parent company of Lizzo's. Uh, line and it's actually very cute. It's really cute. And you know, Fabletics is owned by Kate Hudson. And so, you know, now they have this line with Lizzo and it's, it's very cute. Just look it up online. It'd be size inclusive, size inclusive, which I love, which I love because why should you be a size four queen and only have to shop in Lane Bryant? Now you can shop at Chloe Kardashian's Good American and you also have fabulous Yiddy. Okay. Cover of New York Magazine, Reasons to Love New York. I think I talked about that last week. Here's my reason to love New York, okay? My my one millionth reason to love New York. I went to my favorite Second Avenue Deli the other day. And I was dying for my also all-time favorite corned beef sliced thin on rye Russian dressing on the side. Kanish, square Kanish, 
matzo ball soup, diet Dr. Black breath, diet Dr. Brown black cherry soda. I wanted the bright green pickles with the coleslaw. That's what I was dying for. Okay. I was dying for it. Go to Second Avenue Deli, sit down. Well, before I sat down, before I sat down, I walk into seven, Second Avenue Deli. It's like 7 30 p.m. Uh, owner says to me, he goes, Yeah. I said, Yeah, can, can I get a table for two? Yeah. You know, and he goes, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, we're closing 9 p.m. Lights out. Make it snappy. <laughs> I did a double take. I was like, Wow. All right. You're the picture of a customer service. I, but, you know, and then I sat down and I enjoyed my meal. But is that not a reason to love New York? I love it because he doesn't give, he doesn't give up. Couldn't care less about my business. Couldn't care less that I was dying for deli. Couldn't care less that this was the only place that I wanted to go for deli. He runs his business for God knows how many years. He wanted me to let me know that they weren't going to stop their closing for nobody and to hurry it the hell up. I love that. And I actually think maybe it was like lights out at 8 p.m. I don't even know if it was 9 p.m. I don't know. Do you like cats better or do you like second? I, I, I listen, I go, I'll go to any Jewish deli. I love it. If I'm in Long Island, I like Ben's. I, I, I mean, there's lots of Jewish, anywhere I go, if there's a Jewish deli, I like to go. I think Nate and Al, is that in LA? Is that the, is that the name of it? Am I getting that correct? I, I, I love, I just love a Jewish deli and I always get the same thing. I like this, the corned beef sliced thin on rye. If I'm with somebody that also loves Jewish deli, I will try to convince them to do, uh, let's do like, let's share, like they get pastrami sliced thin on rye and I get the corned beef and then we, you know, we share, or I'll do the pastrami, whatever it is. I like to do that. But cats deli, like cats is good and it's an institution. And everybody has to go and should go. But like, I don't know, in terms of the quality of the food, I just think Second Avenue is better. And I don't mean Second Avenue Deli, by the way, opened on the Upper East Side of Manhattan a few years ago. But I'm talking about the one in Murray Hill. And Second Avenue Deli is not on Second Avenue. Okay, just just need to say that. Just need to say that. Another New York thing that's going on uh, is that the MTA. The MTA decided to install urine detectors in the elevators of the subway. Okay. Now, if you have ever taken the elevator inside a New York City subway station, it is one of the most god awful experiences on the planet. It actually should be equivalent to a ring of hell inside Dante's Inferno. Okay. I mean, like it is the smell is horrible, acidic, stale urine. It's the most horrific thing. At night, the homeless people, I don't know, they they go in the elevator and they pee in there. It's either that or people really that really have to go to the bathroom just and ride, some normal subway riders go in the elevator and, and, and do their whizzing around because there's no bathrooms in the subway. Is a urine detector something the city should be investing money in? I mean, I think it's a nice to have. Do I think it's a must have? Mm, No. Okay. No. No. Maybe we should address the homeless problem before we address the homeless urine problem. 
Just my opinion. Who am I? Who am I? Sherry Lemon is closing. Do you know Sherry Lemon? If you're not here, you you probably don't know it. Or if you're, yeah, it, but but maybe actually you do. Sherry Lemon is a big liquor store, wine store on Park Avenue. It's been there forever. It's like on the corner, like Park and 60th, but it's been around for almost a hundred years and um, it's having a lot of trouble. So it might be closing. They have lawsuits. They have unpaid taxes, delinquent taxes. They have a customer. Listen to this. You'll die. They have a customer suing them because this customer ordered, brace yourself, $800,000 in wine shipments and never received them. Million dollars in wine shipments. Of course, of course, they're going to have a, a giant lawsuit on their hands. What's going on with you, Sherry Lemon? Huh? Again, I, 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 I don't, I, I don't understand what's happening. All these places in the city that are like institutions are shutting down. Now, I'm not even an al- a big alcohol drinker, so I don't really give a shit about this. But I did used to send stuff out for corporate gifts from Sherry Lemon. And I also received, and they, 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 they do have very good customer service. They're very good at business gifting, but you're not good at business gifting. If you don't going to send out the product, okay, I'm just saying they have $3 million in outstanding tax taxes. Like what, what are you, what are you doing? What are you people doing trying to scam the system? I mean, really, really? I can't, you know what else I can't? Oh God. So when I took the girls, to the Rockettes, you know, and we went to FAO. We also went out for lunch. We went to, to Del Frisco's because it's right diagonally across from Radio City. So, and by the way, so is McDonald's is down the block. But, you know, it's like, look, when you have, especially if you're a single mother, or even if you're not, even if you're a family and you're going to take your kids to a kid thing, although I love the Rockettes, you also want to have, you know, a nice meal, right? Like a nice meal. And yeah, there are things that the kids could eat at Del Frisco's. They have burgers, you know, where I could get a chicken sandwich and, you know, without the bun of whatever. They, I don't know, salmon. They don't have chicken sandwiches, but you know what I'm saying. I told my mother, my mother says, where are you going to eat with the girls after the Rockettes? I said, I'm, uh, I'm going to take them to Del Frisco's. You know what she says to me? She goes, you can afford that. It's like, no, actually, mom, I can't. The only thing I can afford is White Castle or, you know, I don't know, eating shit off of the fucking sidewalk. What does that even mean? I can, I can afford that. Employ, like, yes, I can afford to take my two daughters out for a nice lunch at Del Frisco's. Like, really, ma? Really? First of all, first of all, we went at lunchtime. So they have the business lunch menu. The business lunch menu at Del Frisco is, is actually very good. It's not bad. You you get, let me say, for $35. And now, and remind, remind you, this is Manhattan pricing. For $35, you get a super salad, and then you get an entree choice, and it's uh, steak, like uh, I think it's like a filet mignon, or salmon, or some chicken dish. I got the entree. I got the steak, the business lunch entree, uh, you know, thing, whatever, the business lunch special. I got a salad. I got the steak. It came with string beans, mashed potatoes. It was beautiful. Too much food just for me. The girls, what did they get? Burgers. Burgers, $20 each. 
They probably could have shared one, but, you know, mommy wasn't thinking. And then, of course, I had Vivian, my little one, like asking me for a crab cake, telling me they're her favorite things in the world. I I can't handle that. But my point is, it's like, ma, really? You can't, like, what, what am I, some fucking pauper? Like, I, and even if I was and I want to take my girls out for a Christmas lunch, give me a fucking break, will you please? I swear, Italian people are like this. I don't know what it is about Italians. Like Italian people, they just think you should like in like Italian people, we spend money on certain things. Right. And we we do things nice and we gift nice and we dress nice and our homes. nice. But then there's this other side to Italians where it's like we we also want things for like nothing or like we won't we we, we feel like we, we like we're, we're so we have this like poor mentality mindset or something like that. What the hell do I work so hard for if I can't go out to a nice lunch with the girls? Right? What the what what? She doesn't know. She should only know how much some of these restaurants are in the city. She should only know. You know, one time I went to Danielle on a uh, 60th Street French restaurant, famous restaurant. I went there years ago, not with the kids. I went there with Paulie the Tooth, you know, my ex. Do you know how much the bill was? You'll die. The bill. I, this was the most expensive meal I've ever had in my entire life. I don't know what we were doing. We were high, like not literally. We were we were just crazy. We were we didn't know how much things were gonna. We didn't know how much it was gonna be. It was like a tasting menu. My ex really wanted to go. Of course, he did fancy. Yes, like he really wanted to go. He really wanted to have this experience. It was like a tasting menu. And then they they like sold us on the wine pairing. The bill comes. It was seven hundred dollars. I know. I can't believe it either. Yeah, and like we paid the bill. And and by the way, we got the worst treatment at this restaurant too. Probably because we were two kids in there and we we, we clearly didn't belong. But my point is, my mother, she has no idea how much things cost. No idea. Giving me a problem about $20 hamburgers. It's like, all right, Ma, you, you know, by the, the Happy Meal at McDonald's these days is like $15. The, the, the extra value meal, whatever the hell it is. At McDonald's, you get the burger, the fries, a drink, right? Like a number two, number one Big Mac. And it's like $14. Yeah. Well, you know what? For $5 more, I could go sit in a gorgeous restaurant. I can have free bread on the table, right? I can have a waiter. Thank you. Thank you, mom. I watched Sebastian's new special. Did you watch it yet, by the way? Did you watch it? I watched it on Netflix last night. It was good. It was funny. It was very funny. It was funny. He did it in Vegas. He did it in Vegas. Here's the thing. Not a lot of Italians in that audience. I could tell. I could tell. You could tell by the laughs. I don't. And, you know, and sometimes on these specials that they do, they sweeten the laughter. They, which is basically a term, like a production term is they'll, they'll you know, they add in laughter if if they're not getting like live laughs. But, you know, he got a lot of laughs. But you could tell it wasn't like the I can't breathe Italian laughing. You know, because some of the Italian bits, like they hit, but they didn't hit as big as they would if he did the special like in Atlantic City. Just saying. It wouldn't have the same rat pack effect that he wanted, of course, if he had it in AC, but but it was very good. It was very good. He's he he's going gray. You could visual you could you could you can um <clears throat> visibly see the gray. You can visibly see that he's getting older. He looks good though. He looks handsome. Here's my only thing for you, Sebash. Okay. And you know, I love you. You know, you know, I love you. You know, we love you. Here's the thing. 
I liked the talks. I didn't like, though, that you didn't have an undershirt underneath the tuxedo shirt. This is what I'm telling you. How I know you didn't have an undershirt underneath the tuxedo shirt is because towards the end, you were doing some of your Sebastian movements and the button started to open up near your belly and I saw the skin. Now, here's the thing. I don't want to see your belly skin. I don't want to see your belly skin while you're doing a Netflix special. I'm sure you have beautiful belly skin. I am sure you have a gorgeous body without your clothes on. Just saying. <laughs> we don't need to see it. Which would put your undershirt on? Yeah, what's the matter? You don't wear undershirt. I think I I that that felt like that was a little bit of a wardrobe malfunction. But I did like the tux. But you know, when you wear something like a tuxedo, you know, it's you're not. It's a little. It's a little restrictive. I think if he had something that was a bit more uh, casual on, he would have been able to do more movements. But that, again, but that wasn't the look that he was going for. He was going for the fancy rat pack polish of old Vegas. Fine. I liked it. Very good. Let me know if you watch. I'm curious to know your opinion. Okay. Product of the week. I found this. I don't know how I found it. I found it on the Saks Fifth Avenue website. It was $100. And then I found it for $65 on Amazon just to report the price difference. Okay. It's called Bed of Nails. I bought it. I love it. Okay. This is what it is. It's an acupuncture mat. It's a yoga mat, basically. It's a short, it's a shorter version of a yoga mat with nails all over it, plastic nails, like like hundreds of plastic nails all over. And you lay on the mat and it's like having an acupuncture treatment. I am always sitting down, writing at the computer, whatever, I'm hunched over, my back hurts. I have heating pads that I use. I try to do the rollerball thing. I used to go to physical therapy and then I didn't have time, but I, I bought the bed of nails and I lay on it and it's so good. It comes, it will, it, they also sell a pillow, like a, like a neck pillow with the nails on it too. I didn't order that. I should have ordered it as a set, but I just, I just put that on it, it, in my Amazon cart and pushed, you know, order. Cause that's just what everybody does during the holidays. Don't you? One for her, one for me. I got one for my sister for Christmas. And then I, I liked it so much. I liked the idea so much that I was like, oh, I'm going to get one for Allison. And then I'm also going to get one for me. You know, that's what, <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. And it's amazing. The only thing, it's a little thin, like the pad itself is a little thin and it's a little flimsy and it's short. You know, it's not long. It's So if you're very tall, you might get like half your back. You have to be really tall though. It got my full back and I'm 5'4". But but you can wash it. That's that's the other thing. I thought it was great. And if you read the reviews on Amazon, it doesn't have tons of reviews. A lot of people are saying they have back pain, they have this, they take this. This is beautiful. I think this is a really nice thing to invest in for your wellness. That's just my my personal opinion. Okay. Um, here's the deal. Year's coming to the end. I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't have New Year's resolutions yet. I got to get the New Year's resolutions. I do know I'm going to be at Governor's. Uh, I think it's January 7th. Governor's out in Long Island. Uh, there's a Bad Moms comedy show or something. I, I'm the headliner on the show, which is very nice. Thank you to the ladies that are putting it together. 
Uh, Vic and I are back on the road together in uh, March doing some shows. You know, I think they're in the, you know, they're obviously in the tri-state area. I got the book coming out, you know, in end of Q1 of 2023. Got a lot of stuff going on, but not not any really New Year's resolutions. Got to I got to got to keep that in the back of my head. Keep that in the back of my head. But I will say from my quote of the day, Steve Jobs. This is a great quote by Steve Jobs and it says, "Your time is limited." So don't waste it on living someone else's life. Don't be trapped by dogma, which is living with the results of other people's thinking. And I think that's a fabulous quote as we start to wind down 2022. I'm Elise Delucci. This is Crazy Effing Mommy. Thank you as always for listening. And I will talk to you next week. Love to love you. I'm